Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don't change Great to have you coming here on uh, Sports Day WA. We're live from the Toolkit Depot studios at Optus Stadium. You can join in any time on the Temper of Bedshed text machine 0487 736 736. And uh, we're keen to find out from you now who would you rank as the top three per Scorchers during their time in the BBL. They're gearing up to play the final at Optus Stadium. It could be five BBL titles, which is incredible. By far the most successful franchise. Roy says, I'm going one Brad Hogg, two AJ Ty, three Mitch Johnson. Best Scorchers of all time and most fashionable. So we're telling all these up. And we'll let you know who is uh, the overall top three and the overall winner. Uh, let's have a chat to one of the new additions to the uh, Perth Scorchers lineup. I've got him on the screen here, very handsome young man. I believe it's his birthday in a couple of weeks too, 15th of February I've just seen. I think he turns uh, the ripe old age of, what is it, 32? Anyway, David Payne, how are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, welcome to... Firstly, Western Australia. I know you came in midway through the BBL campaign. Firstly, can I ask you, your first time at Perth? It's not, actually. I came out here. It's first time, obviously, the Scorchers, but I came out a few years ago just before COVID hit. Um, just wanted some sun on my back. I stayed with Cam Bancroft because I knew him from him coming over to England and being our overseas. And he kindly put me up for a month. And I just enjoyed... Perth, really. I did a little bit of bowling at the Scorchers in the Nets and just did some training and, um, yeah, it was a lovely month, actually. In fact, you mentioned Pecan Pancroft. You had a bit of a link with a few of the Scorchers, didn't you? I think it was Michael Klinger you knew, AJ Ty you knew, and Cam Bancroft. So no doubt that was a, a nice invitation to, to wear orange as well. Definitely. Those guys, every all of them when they came always raved about how how good it is playing for the Scorch and stuff, and what a what a team it is. And, and to be fair, they they haven't lied, and I've uh, I've loved every minute of being part of the Scorchers at the moment. It's interesting. I've seen it a bit on uh, television. The T20, or sorry, we know the T20 league, which is uh, what you're playing at the moment. What about T10? I saw that played. I think in the United Arab Emirates. Is that correct? Where they played it, and Peter Hatsoglu, I think, played in that format of the sport. What are your thoughts on T10 compared to T20? Yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I had, there was myself, you say, Pete Hatsoglu and AJ Ty were all in the same team in our, in the UAE in that T10 league. It was it was a bit crazy. Like, the games are over in a blink, it feels like. They are extremely short. It is as advertised that it's the the world's shortest format. It's the games of thick and fast. play three games a day. Like, obviously not your team, but three matches are pretty much played every day. And, and the tournament's done in the space of about 10, 11 days, I think. Um, but actually, I don't know, for a player, I found it 
a lot of fun and it's still a decent standard because the amount of there's about nine overseas players in each team and um yeah it was uh you know i'd be definitely open to be going going and doing it again and it's um it's a good challenge as a bowler that's for sure tell us about the welsh fire who you played uh, the short form of the game in the hundred in uh, the uk how do you compare it to the big bash here in australia you know what i actually i've the Welsh Fire, obviously, notoriously, we've not been the greatest franchise over the last two years with our success rate. But actually, as a the hundreds of tournament, um, I I can't floor at the moment. It's um, I think it's been fantastic for English cricket. And now, having experienced the, the Big Bash, I feel like they're they're quite similar. And that I would have said there was a definite gulf between England's T20 league, the Blast, and the Big Bash. But now that they've introduced the 100, I think that gap is, is pretty close if there even is one. Um, and I find them very similar. I think the the crowds you get, the who's turning up, like the amount of kids that are turning up to the 100 games, um, I've found it a huge step up in in everything, really, in standard, in, say, in attendance, in, in quality of everything. And, um, yeah, so it's probably helped with my transition to come over here and playing in the Big Bash. Um, the, the 100 does feel very similar to it. You're a young man. We'll talk about the Scorchers in a moment and your great performance uh, in the previous game, three for 33, two court and bowl chances, which was a great effort. Dave Warner said something interesting uh, at the Allen Border Medal Night last night, feeling that because of the the riches that are on offer now in the T20 competitions around the world, that young cricketers may be lured away from test cricket or representing England, as in your case, or Australia or India, to try and maybe capitalise on the financial fortunes that are around the world for T20 cricket. What are your thoughts on the future of test cricket as Australia today embark and leave for the subcontinent to take on India in a four-test series. And we've got the Ashes, of course, later this year. Yeah. Do you know what? I think... I do truly believe that test cricket's always going to have a place because I think you speak to a lot of professional cricketers and they'll still say their favourite format is the long format because of that that feeling of a result that you get at the end of grafting for four days, five days. There's nothing quite like it. But... I don't think anyone's also going to argue that it's going to become increasingly more difficult to keep young players attracted to the Red Bull game and stay in the Red Bull. I think they'll all start it and they'll all want to be a part of it, but I think it'll be easier for them to then drop it and move on with the attraction of the amount of money that is going to be available to them if, they, if they're if they a good white ball player. And I think that is, is going to be a challenge that... That someone's going to have to face um, the ICC or whoever it is and governing bodies and how they keep that that attraction to the Red Bull players, really. Saying that, Perth Scorchers, Saturday night, it's going to be huge. They're expecting over 50,000 people. You wouldn't have played in front of a crowd that big, surely, because the English grounds are a lot smaller. No, exactly. I've played, yeah. I, I was said this morning I did a bit of media and I'm I'm, I'm not great with capacities at grounds in England so I don't know like I've been lucky enough to play in front of pretty much full houses at Headingley and Edgebaston and Lords but I don't think they hold anywhere near as much as Optus and I think I, I imagine even on the the game the other night was probably the biggest crowd I've played in front of so to actually then see it go a step up again hopefully for Saturday I think it's a bit at the moment it's a bit insane in my head and I I can't I literally just picture it 
fall to the rafters and just can't wait to see what it actually looks like on Saturday. So saying that, you've bowled on many a wicket. Uh, Western Australia and the old Wacker ground had the characteristics of being bouncy, fast, and certainly plenty of carry. And there's a bit of that here at the Optus Stadium drop-in pitch. Your thoughts on it? After all, you'd be pretty happy because every time you've taken the ball here at Optus, you've claimed a few scalps, and that was a great performance the other night. As I mentioned, three for 33 and two court and bowl chances. Yeah, I have really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed Australia in, in general, to be honest, because obviously it is renowned for having more pace and bounce in general than England. I think the the wickets in England you do tend to, especially as seasons go on and there's so much cricket being played and poor ground staff are trying to reuse wickets and keep them as lively as possible. They do tend naturally get lower and slower as it goes on. But um, no, over here it does. It feels nice that you don't have to feel like you're trying giving 120 20% to get the ball to carry through to the wicketkeeper and it feels I think it's something I've found really nice that I've bowled almost within myself and just relaxed and, and not worried about pace too much and um, I think Optus have just been fantastic cricket wickets really I think uh, the uh, the other night when, when um, we scored 200 plus against the Renegades shows they're, they're good enough wickets that if you bat well you can score lots of runs and then I think if you bowl well, you're in the game as well. I think, as I say, I think they're just fantastic cricket wickets, really. Just a couple of more questions before we let you go. Uh, we want to find out a bit more about David Payne. But firstly, uh, Ashton Turner is a skipper. Uh, he seems to be making the right calls. Are your thoughts on his leadership? Yeah, I can't fault him, to be fair. And I'm not just, I'm not just saying that. Um, I think he, he does so much preparation behind the scenes going into every game that he takes so much pressure off of us I guess I obviously coming over here I've not I don't know the players as the, the opposition as well as I would if I was back home and naivety's probably been a bit bliss for me but um when it's come to situations AT's always at mid off and he knows every plan to every batter what they're going to look to do what's the best plan for us and um but he does it all with a complete calm and collected head I've never seen him lose his cool at any point you know, he, he just seems the, the perfect leadership figure to me. Would you like to come back next season if invited? If, if I'm invited, I'll be biting their hand off. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and tell us about your aspirations going forward. Uh, you've still got plenty of years in cricket. As we know, we, we see Sean Marsh, our very own, who's turning 40 this year, and he's still hitting the ball beautifully for the Melbourne Renegades and will play shield cricket here. Uh, what are your aspirations? Yeah, look, I've had small taste of international cricket, one ODI and a, and a couple of T20 squads, and that's still going to always be the dream for me in all formats. At the moment, I think the Red Bulls probably slipping a little bit away from because of age and things. But um, in terms of England's white ball stuff, I feel very much in the mix still, and um, and and that's that's going to be the goal. As I say, always that um, that's for me the the top of the game, the pinnacle of the game, playing for your country, and. Um, that's going to be the the top goal. But among that, this was a huge goal from his way. Playing playing in the Big Bash, playing in overseas leagues, I think, um, is a great challenge as well. And that that will be the next goal. Always sitting underneath to just um, continue to do well and, and try and play around the world as much as I can. All right, three final questions, just one answer questions. Your favourite cricketer when you were growing up? Uh, Andrew Flintoff. Andrew Flintoff, the all rounder. Favourite pastime away from cricket? Golf. Golf, you love your golf. Your favourite football yeah. club back in the UK? 
I'm a Bournemouth boy, born and bred. So ah, the cherries. I'm, yeah, it will be the cherries. Ah, good stuff. And your favourite holiday destination outside home? Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand, huh? the land of the long white cloud. Fantastic. David, congratulations. It's going to be a big event on Saturday night. Good luck. Uh, you've certainly made a significant contribution to the Perth Scorchers, the BBL 12 edition. And we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, David Payne uh, from the Scorchers joining us here on Sports Day WA.